Uh, now we're back for episode two. And we're official now. I got a script. I have notes. I have an outline. It's Drag Race Thailand with Laurie Roggenkamp. Welcome to the Drag Race Thailand recap show for season one, episode two of Drag Race Thailand titled The Power of Love. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined as always by the goddess herself of glitz, glamour, girth, gossip and gore from the bloody podcast. Please say, I don't know, come cow to Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello, Laurie Roggenkamp. Hi. Hi. Uh, Drag Race Thailand, episode two, we've officially, Lori, broken our record and made it to episode two of Drag Race Thailand. We did it! We did it! So anyway. now, I mean, if we go to episode three, it's just gravy at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gravy. Complete 100% gravy. Uh, you know, Lori, everyone, Lori, you're looking extra swanky. In your new office chair. Ooh, can you hear it? I can hear it. Uh, and and my room, you know, I I I gifted this to Lori. Uh, I got a brand new office chair, even though I am sitting in the recliner of death as we speak. Uh, oh, good. Well, you're doing. You're wor- really working out the chair then. That's good. well. No, I am. I am. You know, this chair that I got is a saddle chair, and. The, the, here's a discovery I made. It does work wonders. Uh-huh. But you have to sit on it exactly correctly or it, it upsets the same. I, I actually found the muscle that I can't really put pressure on. Um, but what happened today was when I, I, I sat in my parents' car in the front seat because I went with my dad to take this, this seat, this chair of yours. Which, you know what my favorite thing he, this morning he says? Uh, Joey... Does the chair fit in the back of our car? Lori, how on God's green earth would I know if the chair fits in, if the, my, if this office chair fit in the back of his car? Yeah. Right? I go, yeah. And I'm always, I'm always driving it around in your car. So I know, uh, exactly how it fits. You know, Joey, you don't have to be sarcastic. Your father's trying to help you. He's asking you a question. Anyway. Well, uh, this will, this will really. I, I think we're starting. We're we're getting into a genius parade kind mm-hmm. of show. But yeah. uh, uh, my aunt, she likes some. She likes weird foods. Yeah. In my opinion, sure. Who knows? Maybe they're maybe they're not weird. Mm-hmm. She loves liverwurst. Loves okay. it. And uh, asked me to go pick up some liverwurst for her. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Stater Brothers and I got. They only had one thing. Mm-hmm. So I got the one and I told her that and I. She said. Do you, did they tell you why they were out? Why they were out? Yeah, because they went. It's not 1956. Yeah, I was like, I, I, you know what? I didn't think to question. Yeah, their supply chain. Yeah, or like, or like the guy walks by and goes, "Oh, you're noticing we're low on liverwurst." Yeah, it's COVID related. Yeah, everyone's stocking up on liverwurst. But I was like. She, I was wondering if she was like, oh, people are were so worried that they were mm-hmm. going to run low on their liverwurst that yeah. they ran to the stores. Yeah, they had to go get the liverwurst. Well, you know, so anyway, I had to go drop 
It's I, okay. So we had to go drop. So my dad was driving. And, and you we, met my yeah. You had a, I was on the phone and you had a conversation with her. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that conversation in a second. Maybe you can clarify okay. something that she said. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, my dad asked for okay. First of all, my dad asks for directions miles and miles in advance. We get on the fifty-seven freeway, and I'm gonna say we're still a good at least ten miles from getting off on the exit that where you live. Okay, Joey, okay. What, uh, should I go, what side of the freeway should I be on? And I go, you have a while. I know, I know, I know, but am I going to be making a left off? You know, am I going to be, when I exit, am I making a left or a right? You're making a left. Oh, what? well, I didn't tell you this. When I first started, when I first started helping Star move, when mm-hmm. we went to her, her storage unit the first time earlier yeah. this month, mm-hmm. she was like, we got on the five freeway. She goes, okay, stay in this lane because we're going to get off on Calgrove. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. She it's the first lane on the freeway, so the slowest lane. What yeah. she didn't tell me was that that was forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, from I, now. Yeah, she must know. She and my dad we got along. So, but the best part is when he got off on your exit, he made a right turn. And I go, no, it's the what? other way. Yeah, I go, no, he had to do a U turn, and uh, then he goes, well, okay. Could have just made another right on La Palma. That would have been. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't even think about it. So then he makes the U turn. He goes, uh, how many lights exactly? And so I go, I don't know. How would I know the number of lights exactly until you have, I go, you look, turn left at Del Taco. Okay, what's the name of that street? I don't know. It's a Del Taco. It's about in three lights or so, four lights. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But, and this is where you're going to get defensive. We go into the neighborhood. No one's saying anything, right? And I mm-hmm. say to him, Lori says this neighborhood's really dangerous. And he goes, what? Yeah. I go, she says, <laughs> she says her neighbor's neighborhood is just, you know, really super dangerous. He goes, well, I guess everyone has like their own idea of dangerous. <laughs> everyone needs to know. Lori lives in the most quiet, idyllic suburban neighborhood. I don't know what she is talking about. In the about. daytime. Yes. I keep telling you in the daytime. Yes. At night. I imagine when I go at night, there's like overturned oil barrels and then they're on fire and homeless people dancing around them and singing and and stuff like that. Yeah. And like a rave. Anyway, so I call, Lori had told me this morning to text her aunt that she had run it by her aunt and said, okay, and their aunt was going to open the garage and I could put the chair in the garage. Okay. And by the way, the chair has wheels. It it rolls very nicely, Lori, as Lori can attest, you know. Yeah. So I tell my dad, I go, this is where she lives. My dad, I don't, this, I thought this was so weird. My dad full on backed the car all the way up into your driveway, almost to the garage. That's great. No, I was like, I can roll it. It's a, the, the chair rolls, right? Yeah, but then it's less rolling. You still got to push it to roll. Okay. Then your aunt opens the garage. She's very nice. I can see she's on the phone. I figure she's on the phone with you. What yeah, was she saying? Well, I had called you yeah. to, to see, and you were like, oh, it's weird you called. I am just now. Yeah. Uh, I just texted your aunt. I'm just pulling up to your house. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll call her because odds are she got it. But sometimes if she's asleep or, yeah. um, you know. Oh, yeah. Good point. She, yeah. she might not get the text message. Mm-hmm. So I called her and she was like, yeah, I'm walking to the 
garage right now. And, uh, and so, yeah, I was on the phone. I heard her talking to you. What was, was she saying? Funny. What was she saying about the, about the street sweeper? <laughs> oh, we have street sweeping on Wednesdays and we had, there's a car, mm-hmm. you know, per sweet street sweeping. There's a car that goes around and mm-hmm. tickets people. Yeah. And there's the car that tickets people is such a dick. Oh, that really? Literally my aunt, my, not my aunt that I live with, my other aunt parked on the street, saw the, saw the street sweeper's car coming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parked in the driveway and still got a ticket. Wait, why? I still, still gave her a ticket. Said that you can't, you can't, if he sees you, he can give you a ticket. Did she fight it? I don't know if she fought it or not, to be honest with you. I didn't follow up. Cause I thought but, it was strange because my dad was full on in your driveway and your aunt was like, uh, be careful because it's street sweeping today. And no, like, she wanted to make sure you were parked in the driveway. She was like, cause oh. I, was, I was actually, when she opened the door, I was actually going to call you back because she's like, yeah, make sure they park in the driveway because if, if that guy sees them, they might get a ticket. We were there for so. under 10 seconds. I know. Well, that's what I said. But yeah. to be honest with you, I don't know. That guy could have written down your license plate. And next thing you know, you're getting mailed a ticket. <laughs> like he's such a dick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's the worst. Uh, so, and also, what's really annoying is he will block the street mm-hmm. to write a ticket. Which I'm like, that's a that's a hazard. You could get. I'm like, I'm always talking. I was like, I, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna call the police on him. And she's like, no, just let it go. But he'll block, he'll be parked, he'll put his car in park in the middle of the street and then go write a ticket. I don't know why this reminds me of this story, but years ago, probably almost 10 years ago now, when I lived in Corona Del Mar, my car battery died, right? Mm-hmm. So I called AAA, which is why I have AAA, and they say, you know, AAA has people, uh, cars that are specifically meant to just for, for, boosting batteries and what they do is they try and sell you a battery right yeah uh and I, at that point i was like yeah fuck it yeah put the battery in you know yeah because they 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 have the car and they'll be like we i can restart your car but i can also or i can sell you a battery so this doesn't happen in the future yeah and i was like you know what i'm gonna take you're saving me a trip to the auto part to the to the mechanic so yeah go ahead put the battery in right He's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, great. But I can see from my window, he's there for like a really long time, and, it's, and he's blocking the street, you know? Yeah. And people have to go around him, and it's a whole thing, right? I mean, it doesn't take that long to swap out a battery. Then I see another, and now I see a tow truck, a AAA tow truck. And so I go outside, and I walk up, and I go, what's going on? He goes, my battery died? He needed to call a tow truck because a AAA car's battery died? Wait. He didn't have a battery for it? <laughs> I guess not. So they had to come and give him a battery or jump him or tow him or something like that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I one time was uh, dropping some stuff off at a Kohl's and I decided to take a back street mm-hmm. out of the thing. Out of the store and- with all the, uh, a, a, yeah. a basket full of goods. We know that. You know your M.O. No, so I said, but the reason I say that is because I was like, I was like, I should have just gone the regular way, but yeah. I got stopped behind this woman mm-hmm. whose battery died. Yeah. Just kaput. And so, but she was in the middle of the street. So I go, I get out of the car and she doesn't speak English. Okay. 
so I get out of the car and I'm trying to tell her mm-hmm. I'm trying to be which I realize it I realize it it is asinine to do this mm-hmm. but to me it's like this is the only way I can think because yeah. I'm trying to be very clear with my word I'm not yelling I'm just being very like put your car in neutral I even point to where the thing is mm-hmm. and I point to like dry she was in park I was like put it in neutral I point to the end and I will push your car to the side. So I'm like trying to use my hands. I'm trying to be very clear. Yeah. Could not figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. Was like just uh, freaking out. She called AAA or I call, or actually I called AAA and I asked to speak to a Spanish. I asked to get a Spanish speaking uh, representative. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't have, I don't know how to convince her to do that. So then, so then she, this woman came on and she was talking to her and the, the, the woman immediately starts yelling at her <gasps> and just starts, yeah, <laughs> starts yelling and starts screaming at her and hands me, hands, I, it hands me the phone back. Mm-hmm. And I said, is it, is everything okay? And the woman says, yeah, she's just gonna, we're just gonna send a tow truck to come pick her up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. And I, I was like, okay, well, she's in the middle of the street, like, Mm-hmm. What should I do? She goes, just direct traffic. Direct traffic? Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> I can't put it to the side? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it'll be too dangerous to move it now. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. So then I just, I do that. Well, then this other guy and this woman come up mm-hmm. and they go, you know, you guys should really be on the side of the road. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I looked at them like, do you not think I wanted to do that? Oh, really, Poncharello? We should be on the side of the road? Thank you, Chips. So I told them, I was like, I don't speak Spanish. She doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. I I had a a, a person from AAA call, and it Mm -hmm. seemed like they said that a a tow truck was coming so and would be there within 10 to 15 minutes. So I was like, and that was like 10 minutes ago. So I was like, so she said just to leave it here. And he's like, well... He's like, I speak Spanish. So he told the lady to put it in neutral, and she just got in the car and put it in neutral. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) But you know what that reminds me of is, I don't know why this reminds me of this story. I was with a friend, my friend, who's now a verified person on Twitter as the optimism doctor. Uh, My friend Deepika, right? So Deepika and I are walking down the street, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And a car full of Spanish-speaking people pull up next to me, and they assume they see me. I look like a a fucking a human burrito walking down the street. And well, you they- look like you ate a human burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you look like a human burrito. Yeah, I look like my name is I I I I. You know. Anyway, so uh, they walk up to me and they just mumble something in Spanish, right? Uh huh. It's a question, some sort of question. Like, like it sounds like maybe directions, and they mumble something to me. It seems to me Spanish. I don't know what they're saying, and I tell them I don't speak Spanish, and like, ugh, and they just drive away. So Deepika says to me, "What did they ask you?" And I said, "I don't know. I don't speak Spanish." And she goes, "I know, but what I do. What did they ask you?" And I said, "I can't tell you." I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. And she goes, I know, but I do. So tell me what they said and I'll tell you what they were asking you. It, it, I can't believe it took so long for me to get to her that because I didn't speak Spanish that I couldn't repeat 
what they said to me back to her. Yeah. That that reminds me when <laughs> I was I was I love how we're we're totally yeah <laughs> taken and this was a good episode too. Yeah. I love how we're it was it was a really good episode actually. <laughs> um, uh, I was at a a, a friend's uh bar when I when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I lived in a, a neighborhood with mostly Mexican people, mm-hmm. and it seemed like every Mexican family in my neighborhood had an uncle who, who owned a catering company. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Every single time, every single time there was like a party or a birthday, somebody's uncle would show up with like a truck mm-hmm. full of meat. Yeah. And <laughs> just have a thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so there was like this one person had like specialized tacos. And so mm-hmm. they were all in Spanish names. And so the, the, uh, I, the lady was like, I would go up and I'd be like, Oh, can I have that taco? And I just point to it. Cause I don't know what, what it was. Yeah. And I, to this, I couldn't remember. I don't remember, but let's say it was like, click caca or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm not going to say it because mm-hmm. it's just going to make me sound like an idiot. So she'd always say it to me. And then I'd be like, great. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go. And then, and then I come back and I'd be like, can I have that taco? And she'd be like, cricket caca. And I'd be like, mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just go. And then, as I kept coming back, she'd just get more and more annoyed with me that I wasn't saying the tacos. And I was yeah. just like, I'm not I'm never going to say it. Like, yeah. it, this isn't the magical day that you get me to speak Spanish. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to, I, I don't know what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it. So, and then I found out later that it was cow tongue. Oh, lengua. And, uh, yeah. And I felt really gross about it. So people love lengua. I was one of those things where, I think it's like your father where my dad I loves lengua. Loving- no, my dad. Strangely, my dad loves lengua. But what I'm saying is, I was I was loving it because I thought it was shredded beef, mm-hmm. and and then when I found it was lengua, I, I was like, I can't eat this anymore. And my mom was like, But you've been loving it. You've literally gotten five yeah. tacos. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I I can't do it now yeah. that I know what it is. I can't eat it. I don't I don't get that either. I I, I if I'm like, oh that's what it is. Interesting, cool. Mm-mm. I yeah. can't. I don't know why I can't do it. Yeah. All right, Lori. Well, let's jump right into this episode. By the way, I want to give a special thanks. You know, I usually give thanks at the end to two people today. Luke Stamen, producer Luke Stamen, and uh, and Lauren Eckert. Oh, I thought you were going to say Aiden and Star for putting up with us. Oh God, that's a whole that, that's a whole <laughs> this Joe Batanz episode. We should we should do a, 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 a salute to our significant others at some point, just to be like, thank you guys for. We really should. All you do. <laughs> we really should. Do you think they would come on the air? I could probably get started. Come on the air. I don't know if I, Aiden is surprisingly shy, which is funny because the way I got to know Aiden was his coming on the air all the time. Well, I I would maybe see like if you let him know that Star's coming, maybe he'll feel more you know apt to doing it, sort of thing. Yeah, it's not a bad yeah, it's a bad, it's a good idea. But yeah, I feel like we should definitely have like what were we just say like, look, we get it, we're a lot. Yeah, and, I'm really uh, a lot. Yeah, you know who else thinks you're a lot? Uh, Eric Abrams. Eric Abrams, that's right. From from improv. I actually tweeted uh, Greg Proops the other day, and he said, "Ugh, you're that woman who's a lot to deal with." <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Are you the one that didn't go open for me because you were at Harley's? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly yeah. what he said. Yeah. Anyway, this week the queens paint their faces for a black light photo shoot mini challenge. Uh, 
Natalia Playacam outposes her competition and wins the advantage of an extra 15 minutes for this week's maxi challenge, a wedding photo shoot in which the queens will be both the bride and the groom. Natalia Playacam wins once again. On the runway, the category is The Power of Love. Amadiva wins this week's runway, and Bunny B. Fly and Petra are left to lip sync for their lives. In the end, Bunny B. Fly is told to sashay away. Lori Roggenkamp named two things like about this episode and one thing you did not um i loved the uh <laughs> i love the 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 black light challenge i loved it um i thought that was great i loved the challenge the bride challenge too because i just loved how they allowed the queens to be so um to direct their, you know, mm-hmm. their stuff. I thought that was really cool. And just to see them be able to do it and to see their vision sort of come out, mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't really have a lot that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the only thing that I, I kind of was like, was I was just like, did they even buy neon paint? Because I felt like <laughs> they bought colorful paint yeah. and then just hoped that it would show up. Yeah. So. That's a really good point. We'll we'll talk about that in the actual challenge. But like, yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. I think I agree with you. There was, there's a lot to say about that on that challenge. Um, you know, uh, for me, I actually, you know, so so you know, I didn't get to finish why I thanked Luke and and Lauren, and I think that relates to this. Is um, I, I didn't realize how much work goes in is involved in these episodes. Yeah. So well, that was the main reason why we stopped. I know. I know. So like. Uh, but I also was under the impression that I had episode two's outline and script written. And then I literally found out at noon that I didn't. Thank God I checked. And so I wrote to, uh, uh, Luke, you know, we're doing it four hours afternoon. We're doing it at 4 p.m. And I said, listen, I, this is short notice. Can you write me the outline in the script? And he, and he did it. You know, he got it to me. But also for Lauren Eckert, again, last minute, I forgot that Lori and I had this plan. That we would watch the show together. We have to work this out, Lori. We we, we could do it at a different, but just the day before the day. Yeah, of, we'll do it like Sunday. Thing. We'll do it on Sunday if you're not in a fucking pissy yeah. ass mood like you were yesterday. <clears throat> and um, if you can tear yourself away from this barbecue competition that you were doing yesterday. Oh my god! Don't even get me started <laughs> on that. <laughs> and we were doing a show. Not every only a few people got this show that we were doing when this happened, but. All I was asking Lori were like just little questions about the show and she chopped my head off. No, I was telling you I wanted to get the I wanted to get it over with. I wanted to leave and you kept being now. Now what kind of barbecue do they do? <laughs> what kind of barbecue did they do? Uh they do a lot of different barbecue. Actually, I would recommend it. It reminds I think I t- said this last yesterday too, but it reminds me a lot of like Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. So, it's just people who just love barbecue. Yeah. Anyway, Great British Bake Off starts soon, doesn't it? I think so. But it was like they had this guy, they had this really cute guy, Rashid, on there who's mm-hmm. like a, he's like a tech expert or something. And mm-hmm. he would just like, he came up, like he would, it would be like, oh, we're going to, we, you need a slow roast a pig for mm-hmm. four, for 14 hours. And he'd like create his own convection oven and stuff. It oh was my really gosh. cool. So. Anyway, and then, uh, so what I did my version of it though is that what I did was, I couldn't get anyone who would listen to me and transcribe the notes, but so I recorded it on a digital recorder, put it into my computer, turned it into an audio file, and Lauren Eckert agreed to transcribe those notes, and now I have all those notes. 
uh, in front of me. So I just, nice. yeah, I just spoke it into, cause you're right. Even, and Lori, you were right. Even doing that was very difficult because you're watching the show and shit is still happening as you're trying to make the note. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, I, sometimes when I, when I'm writing, I have to pause what's happening because I, I'm like, oh, I missed something. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so thank you to Lauren Eckert for doing that. Fantastic job. Thank you for Luke's, to Luke Stamer for doing that. And I told them that I'd, uh, comp, um, compensate them. You've both won a Hello Ugly sticker. Ooh. But only one of your choice. I was actually thinking Just about kidding. this. <laughs> I'm uh, going to send them some money. <laughs> That'd be funny. But like, yeah, <laughs> congratulations. You each get one choice of a Hello Ugly sticker. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this. I was thinking while watching this, I was like, I love this so much. I feel like I would love it a little bit more if there was a Hello Uglies Thailand. Oh, God. Yeah. I feel oh. like that would be the best. That would be the pinnacle to me. Hello, I, I think they would do a good job with that. They would do a great job. Anyway, so what I was going to say is uh, what I liked about this episode is you. what's funny is I actually had seen part of this episode i think it was in i think i only watched as far as the blacklight challenge and then i was like fuck this i'm out right i can't do this show. it's so hard to do yeah because there's so much work involved so i remembered the blacklight challenge but i had never seen anything past that and so this is mostly a new episode to me for some reason I was under the impression morgan was going to go home so i was very shocked to see that uh it was instead wasn't it bunny b fly who went home yeah, yeah Bunny B. Fly. I was shocked by it. I think I remember. See, what's funny is, is that we always get to the, you know, the part. I always feel like I, I'm like, oh, I think it happens, and then as soon as like the the lip sync ha- happens, because I think I watched up until season episode three. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm like, oh, that's right, Bunny B. Fly goes home. But yeah, I I remember being I uh, as soon as that I remember being pissed off, and I'm still pissed off that Morgan didn't go home. So. Oh, Morgan, one hundred percent should have gone home. I, 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 you know, because I was right out of time. My dad was breathing down my neck to go take you this chair. So I actually skipped past uh, the very end of the judges' deliberations. Yeah. So I have no idea why she wasn't even in the bottom two. I don't know why either. I was watching that they didn't like hers. They, but they didn't really talk about hers for some reason. They really focused on Bunny B. Fly. The problem with Bunny, excuse me. The problem with Bunny and with um, who did she go up against? Um, Petra. Petra is, and, and there were a couple other girls like this too. I want to say maybe one or two, but they were just safe. And it was just boring. Like I, Anime Wong is a perfect example. I thought Anime Wong looked beautiful. She looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But she was doing a wedding challenge. She wasn't doing the power of love. That's why it was so funny. That where I was wrong, but yet right. Was I loved, I absolutely loved Amadiva's look, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Because especially since the translation tells you that, I guess, flamingos and Thai culture are seen as unlucky in love. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It said at the top, you didn't see that? Yeah. I, I well, I, I had a hard time reading both things. Oh, so. okay. So, um, yeah, I said that that uh, pe- that flamingos in Thai culture are seen as being unlucky in love. So she was th- she was sort of making a statement by being a penguin, and um, 
And I was like, oh, that's very clever. And it was a different look and a different take. And they even pointed out in the judges' deliberations that I didn't even think about that, like, she didn't use any feathers. It was just using plastic. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was really smart. I just thought it was, but I didn't think she would win. So I was really surprised, uh, yeah. when, when she actually, uh, won. All right. Let's move on. After Meanie's elimination, Morgan is strangely absent from the workroom, claiming to be sick. Natalia says she wishes Morgan had been sent home, calling her cheap. Art, Arya, and Pampan enter the workroom and joke that Morgan was having trouble birthing a fetus, but will still be competing. Next, the co-host announced this week's mini-challenge, Dancing in the Dark. The queens have 15 minutes to paint their faces for a black light photo shoot. On the photo shoot set, B. Ella poses like a pro, while Amadeva struggles to find her light. Annie forgets about the dancing concept and doesn't feel confident, but uh, after Dearest Doll's shoot, she re-enters the workroom and tells the other queens to get ready to lose. Art says Jaja looks like she's trying to hang himself, Bunny feels confident in her shoot, and Natalia focuses on looking like she's dancing. Uh, I'm going to read who the... Uh, okay, well, back in the workroom, I'm going to read this because I want to see who's in the winner. Back in the workroom, Art and Pan Pan announced that the top three for the mini-challenge are Petra, Bunny, B. Fly, and Natalia, Natalia Playa Camp. Natalia wins and it wins, and she wins an advantage in the maxi-challenge to be revealed later. Lori, let's stop right there. Let's talk about... Uh, first let's talk about coming back into the workroom after Meanie Minaj's, uh, elimination. Um, and, and, and Morgan is notably absent. In fact, let's do this yeah. right now because it comes up, there are little pieces about Morgan's absence that come up later. And so I'd, I'd rather just cover it now. Okay. Which is that, uh, could we later, cause they, they talk about it a little bit. So what, here's what happens with Morgan's absence. She's gone, but then she shows up. Uh, right before the photo shoot, she's yeah. just late, and she looks horrible. By the way, and in confessionals, and I think this even happens later in the episode too. She talks about how she had some sort of food poisoning. I take it, and she got very ill. Was even ill in the last episode and was vomiting when she got out of the car. Yeah, she said she was projectile vomiting, and but then what was interesting was B. Ellis said that yeah. they they all were sick. Yeah, they were all sick, but that they just sort of like. Uh, grinned and bared it for the camera so that they wouldn't stop production and also insinuated that didn't last very long. That why was Morgan still sick that they, that they were fine after a few well, hours. Well, that's what Jaja said. Jaja yeah. said that I believe that for an hour. Yeah. Uh, so what were, so, your, yeah. what were your thoughts on Morgan's absence here? Um, I just think that she probably, I mean, I don't doubt that she probably didn't feel good, mm -hmm. but I think the thing is, is that she, you know, she's probably, she's a young person. She's probably used to being babied and she probably thought mm -hmm. that, you know, oh, I'm not feeling great. So I'm just going to go and, you know, get, get better. And she didn't realize that, you know, mm -hmm. it's a freaking competition. So, yeah. It's yeah. I just, I, I, to be honest with you, I. I don't really put fault with her because look, she's going to do what she wants to do, you know, uh -huh. but I put fault with the, with the people from the show because it's like, you should have been like, okay, well, if you leave, you're gone. You're not yeah. going to be on the show. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I thought, um, that she was going to go home this episode. For some reason, I was convinced she was going home this episode. Um, well, she's definitely got to go home next episode. So, oh, oh you know this? I mean, I, I just feel like she, there's no way that she can keep this going 
for three episodes. Now, uh, Natalia says, and I'm looking at my own notes here. Thank you, Lauren Eckert, for transcribing these. Natalia says that um, that Morgan should, that Meanie Minaj shouldn't have gone home. Morgan should have gone home. And she's yeah. 100% right. Well, I also love how she said that, and then everybody got up from their seat like, oh, oh, <laughs> I got something to say. <laughs> like, oh, we're doing it now? We're talking oh, yeah. about it now? Yeah. Let me chime in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was amazing. Now, now let's actually talk about the, the mini challenge. It sounded like, uh, okay, you know what's so funny is I told Lauren, don't worry about transcribing what I said exactly. Just get the gist of what I said. I want to do less work for her, right? Yeah. But she she actually did transcribe what I said. And there's a line here that says, Dearest doll is so cute. Look at her. Dearest doll is so fucking cute in this episode. I like Dearest doll. I also like Petra. Petra's really oh, cute. Oh, really? Oh, episode. no. Pan Pan can do whatever the fuck he wants to me. Oh, Pan. Well, I, I wrote, I specifically wrote down, let's see, uh,. The pit crew guy with the yellow glasses. Oh, all of the pit crew guys could literally take a shit on me. They that could pit pe- crew guy with the yellow glasses and earrings was making me question my sexuality. The, I was like, every oh, single, shit. every single pit crew, pit crew guy could do. They could fucking. I would just give him my debit card. Say, here's the password. Go to my bank. Take whatever you want. Just use me. Abuse me. Just and, let me touch it. Yeah, uh the pit, the, the drag race Thailand pit crew is hands down across the board the hottest pit crew. Yes, I but do that it. pit yeah, crew ahead. guy with the yellow glasses, I feel like was crazy hot. Like I, everybody was hot. I'm not going to say that they that they weren't hot, but the pit crew, that guy with the yellow glasses, I was like, holy shit! Like I I was surprised. In my opinion, I felt like people I, I was like i want jaja and that guy to get married because mm-hmm. they would just look super cute together but um what's funny is it was it dearest doll that looked really good too dressed up and i was like he could be in the pit crew actually it was there one was of- uh yeah dearest doll was a really cute boy yeah i thought dearest doll, and especially in the wedding photo oh, i think we're jumping ahead let's talk about okay. the black light photos so now okay. we're at the black so what they have to do is they have 15 minutes okay to get ready for okay. this, wasn't it? Wasn't it 15 minutes? How long do they have for this? 15 minutes, yeah. It's, yeah, they have 15 minutes to get ready uh, for um, the um, for the pit crew, I mean, for the for the shoot. Uh, and then um, they're going to shoot it. Uh, all right, so what were your thoughts uh, on the, the, on the, the black, black light. light. Oh, the black light one. Well, first let's I talk like... about them getting ready for it. Cause they were talking a lot of shit and some of, it seemed like some of them knew how to take black light photos. Well, here's, here was the, here's the thing. Yeah. We should talk about the ending first because all the shit that they all talked about and how, you know, Natalie Playa clam is so smart and how, Oh, so-and-so is doing this so well. Doesn't fucking matter. Cause you didn't see the makeup. Like the only yes. only things that showed up were the were the neon uh and, like yeah. uh, uh, accoutrement or yeah, like you know the head wrap or like the thing yeah. in front of her, the fan like the weird uh like it almost like she had like a fascinator on her head or something like that yeah because they were putting colorful makeup on yeah and I legit I'm like 
I was wondering when I was watching, I was like, did they just buy colorful makeup and yeah. then just assume that that would be neon? Or yeah. did they legit? Because that was, that was not good. I mean, I don't know how black light works, mm-hmm. but maybe they needed to have it closer up to the face or illuminate the face more because you did not see that black, that black. Well, j- FYI, Laura, it's very offensive because black lights matter. And so you okay. need to. You're going to have to edit that out. That Why? That was not good at all. By the way, I'm just to say that right now, I'm triggered. That was bad. <laughs> by the way, I'll be at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Long Beach this weekend. Uh, make sure and stop by. I'll be opening for um, uh, uh, Bev, Bev Hout, and uh, who was that guy? Used to be on the Jean's Daily Character and, and Norma. The, oh yeah, Norma Jean's character, Bev and Bev Hout. But also, uh, who was that guy that was in the Daily Show? For a while, and then he started like talking shit on the Daily Show. The black guy. Oh, uh, oh! I was just talking about him. Shoot, I can't remember his name. He was in a show I really like. Wyatt Cenac. Called People of Earth. Wyatt, yeah, Wyatt Cenac. I feel like he shot his career in the foot. I think he did really well. I don't think he shot his career in the foot. I think he just pointed out what people needed to hear, and people weren't ready to hear it, which yeah. is that John Stewart is an asshole. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, so black lights matter, Lori. And um, okay, Jesus. All right. I'm not associated with that joke. I would just like to. Point you, that do out. you really think that joke's offensive? I think it's very offensive. Black lights matter. Yes. I think that's a silly nonsense joke. Uh I think. What are, it, what are they saying in the chat room? When we're live right now on Mixler. Oh, we're live on Mixler? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been on Discord this whole mm, time. Well. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll check. Maybe maybe the consensus is that it's not uh, not offensive. Maybe, yeah. I just think it's a silly joke. Well, you know you know who will be the ultimate judge about whether that's offensive? Uh, Luke Stamen? Nope. I don't know. Paulette. <laughs> oh. I'll get a note from Paulette. I was trying not, I was trying not to do the obvious. That's yeah. what I was trying not to do. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, Joe said, oh, uh, Spiral Queen says Joe will be at Hamburger Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be at the Hamburger Mary's on Santa Monica Boulevard later this I week. I feel like that's the only time I can actually say... <laughs> Uh, blue lights matter. So, um, Lori, all lights matter. <laughs> they had no lights. That was the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I legitimately was interested to find out if they would, uh, if there, if there was, um, if, if they just brought neon paint, bought neon paint because, like, even uh, N- N- Natalie Playacam, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, she's really smart because she's using white. I mean, it kind of showed, but not really. Well, it, so. it's funny, and 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 you know, Lauren Eckert will be my judge. Is I called the top three. It was clear because the top three, even though they were using accessories, the accessories stuck out, and they were dancing. Yeah, but if well, you, they were yeah, they were moving. They were moving well, I, and using the accessories. It, uh, well, okay, I will say this. 
Mm-hmm. They were moving in a more, they were moving in a very fluid way that was mm-hmm. still allowing the camera time to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Jaja was just like whapping her hand in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm being frantic. I'm being frantic. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting, I'm being crazy. It's like, and then you see the photo and it's like, yeah, that's the photo I expected. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. You just if you just take a bunch of string and just whap it in front of the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now there's a part I want to explain because Art makes a joke at the top and he calls the photographer Bin Laden. It's a joke. The the actual photographer's name is just Bin, mm-hmm. but he thought it'd be funny to call him Bin Laden. Well, Bin, I don't know if you know this, but Bin also was involved in nine eleven. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's what the joke is referring yeah. to. Uh, okay. So, um, well, you know, it, it, who, who was in the top three, actually? Let me look right here. Because Bunny B. Fly was a makeup artist, you know, special effects makeup artist. So she's in the top three. That makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah. The top three are Petra, Bunny B. Fly, and Natalia Playa Cam. Uh, but Natalia wins the challenge, and she also wins an advantage we're going to hear about. Uh, did you say everything you want to say about the Black Lights mini challenge, Lori? <laughs> yeah, I just, I feel like, um, overall, I like the challenge, because I felt like, again, the queens were very in, in, uh, in inventive. Sure. So I, I like that. All right, very good. Uh, next, Art Ari announces this week's maxi challenge. It's the month of love, and the queens will be marrying themselves. Each contestant must create a bride look and a groom look for a wedding photo shoot. The next day, to the other queens' annoyance, Morgan is back in the workroom feeling better. B. Ella says they were all sick but didn't want to delay the filming crew. Art tells Natalia that she will have a 15-minute time advantage. Yeah, she'll have an additional... So all the queens are going to have 15 minutes at the photo shoot. Natalia will have an additional 15 minutes of 30 minutes total. After Art st- sets the queens loose to prepare for the photo shoot, Amadiva is concerned because Morgan is also doing a course by look. Yeah, Amadiva's original look uh, I, uh, concept was to do like a zombie corpse bride look marrying like i'm assuming a zombie boyfriend and then she saw that uh, morgan would be doing the same thing and she was like nope and she decided to do a different take on it all together uh before we go to the photo shoot lord did you have anything to say about the, anything that happened in the workroom uh no i thought yeah. i i i thought that they were all pretty positive with each other mm-hmm but then it was kind of funny to hear. I, I do love when they call Natalie Playacam uncle. I thought yeah. that was funny. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. All right. The the, the next the, the queens are given props and pit crew members have set the scene and told to direct the photographer. B. Ella is dressed in a hangbok, a traditional Korean f- formal gown. Wait, let me say that again. B. Ella is dressed in a hanbok, a traditional Korean formal gown. Petra, dressed as Marilyn Monroe, opts for a Marilyn Monroe-themed shoot. Amadiva is dressed as a corpse bride and groom and feels certain she's going to be up for elimination. Jaja creates her parents' wedding, uh, recreates her parents' wedding and reveals... By the way, this is a very dark story. We'll talk about it in a second. And reveals that her mother was ad- abducted by her father. She's very emotional about her deceased father never getting to see her perform. I have so many thoughts on that. Well, I have a lot of questions yeah. about that. Let me just wrap this so. up. Morrigan looks like a Smurf. Dearest Doll's a blushing bride. Uh, Bunny B. Fly goes for a minimalist look. N.A. portrays a sad bride stuck in an arranged marriage. And Natalia wears an elaborate Chinese uh, gown. 
Uh, Lori, give me your thoughts here and your questions and all that jazz. I will be honest with you. I felt like Deerstall should have won the uh, the challenge. I felt like Petra, or not Petra, um, Natalie Plykamp. I mean, although I thought Petra was, was the prettiest bride, I felt yeah. like Deerstall did the best... Uh, like transformation between bride and groom uh-huh. and Natalie Plycam, I felt like one because she had um, better outfits, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like she necessarily had the best, uh, you know, take on, on the picture. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of weird that the picture they picked for the winning picture was just her sort of in the forefront. And then he, when, he, when she's the groom, he just looking at the groom, like, Oh, mm-hmm. Hey, like cr- kind of creepily. And I was yeah. just like, Oh, that's weird. And I love how they said, like, oh, the bride, the groom really loves the bride. And I was like, that's what you got from that photo? Yeah, that's what, exactly okay. what I got. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I thought, uh, I see what you're saying. I really did like Dearest Doll's uh, photo. And predictably, she was in the top three. Um, yes. But um, I do sort of feel like I see why they chose not the Leah Playa Cam's picture as well. I thought it looked really good. I thought her dress looked really fierce, and I thought she did a good job. I wasn't mad at it, but I wouldn't have been mad at Dearest Doll also being in there. Um, in the photo shoot, I'm going to look at my notes here. Well, so, uh, let's see. I yeah. say that I hope Jaja and that sunglasses guy get married. Okay. Um... I felt like, uh, so Jaja says that she, her wedding is exemplifying the wedding of her parents. Okay. But then she says that, now, did her father legitimately, like, forcefully kidnap her mother? Or did she go willingly? No. He says later, when he's crying about it, that his father abducted his mother. But, like, abducted, like... You know how, like, if, like, let's say you and I were in love and it was forbidden as mm. it should be, um, you know how because we're best friends basically. No, so, no, like, let's say you you go thing. like, oh, I'm I actually realize I'm in love with you. I didn't know uh, that would happen, but okay. Uh, I can see it happening, but mm-hmm. anyway, so like, let's say you say like, hey, we're best friends already. Now I let's make it right. a fit, and like our parents were like, absolutely not. And mm-hmm. then you you show up and you go like, let's run away and get married. That's technically abducting. Mm-hmm. I that's kind of how I feel it is. But but he literally took a photo of, of the of the father dragging against uh, the mother's a, will. No, but that's why I'm questioning it because it, he made it seem. I felt like he was making it seem like it was romantic. No, I didn't get that sense at all. Oh, but he was. But he was saying that the, his his him and his mother and his father are still together. No, the dad's dead. No, but like before he died, that they were still together. She was his third wife. I remember that. Yeah, maybe. But the part like if the dad is such an asshole, that's that's the part I don't get. There's a lot of confusion, and it could be a well, translation thing because he see, said that's what I don't get. It's yeah, like why he, would you care if your father accepts? Yes, he's an asshole, and he said. The, but there's a lot of conflicting stuff here. He said the dad did not know that he was a drag queen. Yes. But, but then... Da- but then, says the dad didn't accept him for his lifestyle. 
and but and and but his dad didn't get a chance to see that he was a successful drag queen. First of all, that's still up for, for debate. But, but he supports well, he supports his family by doing drag. That's oh, he, he does. Said. He oh, said I that. Didn't. He said, "I support my family by doing drag." Oh, okay, then maybe he is successful. But my but the thing is, if his dad was against it the whole time, there's nothing he could do. The dad would always disapprove of it. But he said that his dad didn't get to get didn't get to see find out I know, that he did drag. Would you want the approval? Like, would you want the approval of your father only because you make money at it? I mean, look, I I, I can't question how people why people want th- certain things from their parents when they're obviously not going to get it. I'm not going to be I'm not going to dive into that deep pit of sorrow. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the thing that I have a question for, mm-hmm. the one the thing that I keep getting stuck on is were was the mom so but then okay, so the dad the dad took the mom and then the mom was they had a baby out of wedlock. They had her out of but then they said he had a boy and No, 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 no. Yeah. But he, that was me. Yeah, so yeah. Was he, he, that's okay. when he's talking about the fact that he's a drag queen. Okay. But so they weren't married then they weren't married at that time when they had the when they had jaja yeah so, that's another weird thing too if he if he abducted the like and and, and, and this is where i'm completely 100 projecting onto his parents relationship but what do yeah, you think well, if the dad was, was yeah stuff. if the dad was an asshole if he got the woman pregnant and she was either pregnant with jaja or he was already born wouldn't you think he'd be like, oh, I'm out of here. He wouldn't abduct her against her will. To- but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was abducting her. I think it was like they ran. I think it's a translation thing where they ran off together. I don't think But he, he like- took a photo of her being literally dragged. But what I'm saying is, is I don't think it was like against her will. I I think that that's just, I don't know how mm-hmm. he sees it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, let's, let's move on. So that was. But then the, we, mm-hmm. I, I will say this: the yeah. thing that I, then we have more more questions arise when we get to the uh, the his drag when he wears that weird prison outfit thing. So I don't know. Oh yeah, that, I I did not like that look at all, and I and I can't even tell what they thought of it either. They didn't like it. Yeah. After the Maxi Challenge photo shoot, Art and Panpan named Natalia as the winner before announcing this week's runway theme. Hashtag power of love. All right, let's let's buzz right through this. The first one down the runway is Natalia Playa Cam as the Virgin Mary. Uh Lori, which is funny, this is so different from a regular episode of Drag Race where it's the main the winner of the of the episode is determined by the combination of the maxi challenge and the runway. This one they have a maxi challenge winner and a runway winner. Yeah. Um also I want to say a very strong episode in terms of just challenge alone. Strong challenge, strong yeah. mini challenge, strong uh look uh category. Very, very good. What were your thoughts on Natalia's um You know, I outfit. thought it was kind of boring, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I did too. Um, but I, I will say this. I thought, though, I think the reason why I thought it was boring was it was like one of four queens who came out mm-hmm. like looking like her. Mm-hmm. So I, I, to be, if if I was one of the other queens, mm-hmm. 
and I saw that Natalie Natalie Playacam was coming out, mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh, so I have to change because mm-hmm. she came out as the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. and then you know five other queens showed up as the Virgin Mary. So yeah, I kind of thought that was a little a tad boring, but looked very good. I liked mm-hmm. it. They yeah. all look, I thought they all looked great. Yeah. All right, next we have Dearest Doll. She came out in a red and pink frilly gown. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Sorry, my headphones fell off. What did you say? Dearest Doll came out in a red and pink frilly gown. Uh, it was sort of along the same line, but it was just red. Uh, yeah, I don't I, know. I liked it. I liked it too. I, I remember thinking it was actually pretty good. I actually really liked Dearest Doll's look. The thought- judges said they thought it was all one color. But then uh, the host of the show was wearing an all pink outfit. So I was like, well, wh- who are you to judge? I know. Good so. point. B. Ella came out in a fitted dress with a giant red bow and cotton candy hair. Uh, and then she revealed a pregnant belly. I have very strong thoughts on this outfit. What were your thoughts, Lori? Okay. So mm-hmm. I <laughs> genuinely, yeah. it's a, a completely visual thing so i don't want to go too deep into it yeah but her pointing at her belly and then pointing at the judges but by far was one of the funniest things i've ever seen why is that it cracked me up so freaking much just because i just love the way that she was like i gotta see i got a baby in here see baby (laughs) see see baby judges baby judges baby judges this is a baby and then she would do this thing with her arms like she was like opening wide she'd be like baby Everybody, baby, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, it made me laugh really hard. I hated this. I hated the stupid. It was like a basic dress with like a stupid bow. I didn't like it. I didn't like the pregnant look. It was dumb. I did not like this outfit at all. All right, next we have Petra. She came on a Marilyn Monroe gown, black wig, uh, same dress as the mini challenge, uh, and they made sure to point that out. Uh, your thoughts here, uh, Laura? I thought she looked great. I mean, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, I I'm a little. I feel like I'm a little one sided because I I do love that that look, that old kind of pinup look. Mm-hmm. So I thought she looked great, but I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I I still feel like it. it she could have done more. So that's yeah. it. But yeah, it was boring. Uh, it was awful. A lot of these were very boring. This is one of the boring ones. I mean, we already seen it before. I didn't know understand how it meant the power of love. Uh, did not like it at all. Next, we have Amadiva, who actually ends up being the winner, who comes out in an inflatable wig, a pool floaty, and a corset. The pool floaty being a flamingo. Uh, your thoughts on Amadiva, Lori? Um. I I thought it was cute, but I didn't really get the re- this the reason for it. But I guess now that you said the thing about the flamingos, I kind of get that. But I I mean uh, to be honest with you, I I think if this had been like a if the other queens had come out with like something that wasn't a white dress, this would have been in the bottom. But because this was such a different thing, oh really? You think? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that this was. It was just a pool floaty in a in a hat. I thought it was I mean, so just, clever. I don't know. I thought it was good. I just think it was... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was just kind of... Eh. All right. Bunny Beef, Bunny Beef Fly came out in a very simple white wedding gown. Really nice makeup, but kind of boring. She was also pregnant. Uh, your thoughts on Bunny Beef Fly? Um, yeah, kind of... I, I would say after uh, other ones... 
I could feel that she she knew that it was this was bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was not good, not good at all. Jaja came out in a pink and white bodysuit and clown makeup. I hated this. Uh, I didn't get what I do with the power of love. It just felt like, well, I have this outfit. I might as well use it here. Well, she said in her thing that it was like her parents came together and had yeah. a clown baby. I think she was stretching. I don't know. What were yeah, your thoughts I on felt it? like it was a weird. Well, here's the thing. It mm-hmm. felt like she was trying to be, it was trying to show like imprisonment kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like the way that she, but then her face was all jacked up. So I just was like, I don't know what the hell this is. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Anime Wong came down the runway in a slim white gown and veil. Laurie, your thoughts on Anime Wong? Uh, I, again, boring. Yeah. I, I don't know why. And people were gasping. Yeah, I, I know. Like, well, she, she looked beautiful, but I just didn't think it was, I thought it was boring. I didn't really think that's what the challenge was. Yeah. She, I yeah. mean, I don't know. You can look beautiful doing anything if you're a beautiful person, you know, if you're beautiful. But I think in the, these kinds of things, you just have to like, you know, you have to step it up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And then finally, we have Morrigan, who came out in blue. Right? Ugh. And she was Her a corpse in that right fucking now. blue. It was awful. It was awful. It was, she should have, I don't know why she didn't go home. I think they're keeping her because the other girls hate her so much. Well, she's young. She's the only young person they have. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's good. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, like poking a stick with the other girls, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good, it's a good rebel rouser. Yeah. So it was awful. She should go home. All right, let's move on. After the critiques, the Queens go backstage while the judges deliberate bunnies in tears over her, her poor critiques and dearest comforts her. Next art. Aria calls the Queens back to the main stage. Anime Wong, B. Ella, Petra, Amadeva and Bunny B. Flyer asked to step forward and told they represent the tops and bottoms of the week. Amadeva is named the winner before Anna. Annie, I'm sorry, and B. Ella are named safe, leaving Bunny B. Fly and Petra in the bottom, forcing them to lip sync for their lives. The song, I Don't Need Your Love by Marsha Vahanaponovich. I think I said that right. Wait. Marsha Vahanaponovich. Sure. Ultimately, B- Bunny B. Fly is determ- I'm sorry, defeated by, Tretra- by Petra and asked to say, I can't talk to Asta Sashay away. Lori Roggenkamp, any final thoughts on this episode? Uh I I will say this. I think we I think I was a little uh supportive of Queens last time because I said that they were lip syncing to a song that they wasn't in their right language. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think this uh <laughs> this time it was like, no, they were just bad at lip syncing. They, yeah, Bunny. Watching Bunny B. Fly try and lip sync. What I thought was really funny was it seemed like Bunny B. Fly was trying to just mouth the words that yeah. Petra was doing. Yeah, it looked like she was looking at Petra to what the words were going to be. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just copy her word, mo- her mouth yeah. movement. Uh, so I was like, oh, you're, you're going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Petra was, was giving a performance, and Bunny B. Fly was just. Showing no emotion, completely like blob. She looked out of it, she looked like she was just. 
I don't know what I'm doing here. Like she just a poor, I felt awful for her, but she looked super out of it. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to look through my notes. If any, Oh, I think I re- did. I say that this was like a very strong episode, stronger than a lot of drag race episodes. I'm just, I'm just going through the notes that Lauren Eckert, yeah. um, wrote well, for me. I, I have a question. So we said, I think last week I had said that like, if you give me a week, I could possibly memorize a, a song from Thailand. Are you going to give me a song from Thailand? I don't know any Thai songs. Well, if anybody has a Thai song. Yeah, and you're going to memorize it and you're going to lip sync to it. I'll live. I'll see how I do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I'm looking at my notes. And, oh, my gosh. I just hit myself in my face with my own microphone. Uh, I, Why? I'm holding it in front of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you hitting yourself? 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 It's it's a retribution for the Black Lives Matter comments. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, my microphone is black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your microphone's coming for you. My microphone is coming for me. All right. Well, there were no everything. All the comments. I'm not even joking. Every comment I was looking at was about how hot the pit crew is. Oh. That wedding thing, I, it was to the point where I was almost like, they should just marry, they should marry somebody from oh. the pit crew. That was the part where one, they were carrying somebody. I'm like, oh, that person's oh. so lucky. And then one guy was like walking around, walking to the side, and he had like his abs, and I was like, oh, dude, yeah, you're hot. Also, I thought it was funny that that is like a traditional Thai wedding, mm-hmm. like with the banana. They were like, oh, this is very traditional, and I was yeah. like, really, mm-hmm. like. That's that's funny to me. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Drag Race Thailand Recap. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Lauren Eckert. Uh, be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Drag Race Thailand. For, so, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself... Bye. What are your plugs, by the way? What are you plugging? Uh, bloody at Bloody Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I think this show's getting better and better. I can't believe we did an episode two. Did I tell you that Justice got married? Oh yeah, that was today. Were you able to go? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I was able to see it. Were your kids running around because you were supposed to be substitute teaching? Uh no, I was shadowing, so I don't. I'm not in the classroom or anything. So oh, okay, oh. I just watched it while I was at school, and then I went to Stater Brothers. <laughs> so while the wedding was going on, what are you looking forward to for next week? Ooh, what just happened there? For uh, Drag Race Thailand. Wait, hold on. This is uh. All right, there we go. My headphone came out of my microphone. Uh, yeah, what are you looking forward to for next week? What is going to be the big things going on? Uh, I hope that they have... I hope they buy actual Miam paint. Yeah? Uh, I would love to see, like, a, a eleganza kind of look. You know, like an over-the-top... Wop-up Gangnam style! Yeah. I would love to see, like, a that kind of look, because I feel like their looks are already sort of over the top so mm-hmm. just to see to see what their version of over the top is yeah. is would be fun i'm very excited to see morgan go home oh uh, i know or e- either e- either by 
getting voted off or by dying due to pooping too much. I don't yeah. know. One yeah. of the two. All right. Well, let's call it a day there. Lori, I'll see you next week. I like this alert casual talking during Drag Race Thailand. Yeah. That was nice. nice. All right. See you next week. <laughs>